Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell speaking, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner, and a special guest, Chad Vesner. McDonald. Chad McDonald, Kyle's cousin. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. How's it going? Anyways. I'm doing okay. Yeah? I get car sick. That's real lame, Kyle. You're, <laughs> yeah. a, you're a 30-year-old man. Yeah, my tummy's upset. So Whatever. You wouldn't get car sick in my car. I drove up here in second gear again. Why would that not make me car sick? Because I'm going real slow all oh. the time. My car's stuck in second gear permanently now. Like my life. The car's a metaphor for my life. Just driving around. Just wasting just time. Pinned, just pinned. Burning all the gas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wasting wasting gas. Not really burning it per se. Well, both. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like you the are. pinned metaphor. What do you mean? Your car is pinned all the time. But it's not going fast. But you're pinned all the time. Like wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not really going anywhere. See, that's that's the metaphor. Yeah, you're so, really not. So uh, what's Except up? The, unless this podcast really takes off, you know, mm-hmm. which it is. Yeah. Keep it up, everybody. I Tell five friends. There's some, subscribe. There's some epic things in the future of this podcast. Very very near future. We are. Um, got a little surprise for you guys. episode 50. Um, right away, I want to, let's say, rectify. Not apologize, but maybe rephrase some of the shit that I said on the Abortion Juice podcast. Again? What do you mean? God, you do this shit so often. Yeah, because I Everything hear my- we say is right, and we never apologize. I That's hear- well, motto. no. I sounded pretty fucking ignorant on that podcast. Here's the thing. Uh, I think everybody should actually have to listen to themselves talk every once in a while. I was like, that sounded real bad. That's not really what I meant. What I said was, <laughs> who gives a fuck if girls are getting molested because everybody's doing it? And that's not what I meant. What? What I meant. I don't remember you saying that. Basically, that's what I said about the Brett Kavanaugh thing. I was like, yeah, he grabbed a titty in high school. Who gives a fuck? And I really kind of oh. downplayed it. See, I understood that that's what you meant and that we were also but half joking. When but. I heard it. Yeah. Well, th- my point is, my point still stands. That most men are doing it, right? So the point... What, that you sexually assaulted a woman? Yeah. Well, most men have. That's the, pr- that's the thing. Now... I guess, I, I guess I'm getting lumped in when I said I've done it too. I'd like to clarify that I did not grab a girl's tit. You've done something that... Yeah, I slapped a girl's ass in junior high. Yeah. So everybody's done did. something. And that's very small in the scale. And then her friend beat the me point, up. <laughs> but what I... S- I made it sound like I don't give a fuck and that's okay. It's not okay. That's not okay. Nobody should do that. What I'm saying is, now that we're talking See, about it, it's good. And I hate you, it when you do this. What? First of all, if, if people think that's what you actually meant, who gives a shit? Second of all, you didn't actually mean that. And now, the fact that you're apologizing for this... I'm not apologizing. ...makes everything else fucked up that we said that we were joking for. That's even more <laughs> fucked up than that. True. No, no, no. Because no. we didn't apologize. I'm clarifying. What I'm saying is, I don't think that it's fine that this happens. I just think that that's the way it is. So take that for what it means. I don't know. Oh, so now 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 is a serious debate on on the subject. That's good. <laughs> well, I just sounded so Well, I'd ignorant. like to re-clarify all my points now that we're serious. Okay, well, Caleb, you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I don't know why you have to call me an asshole. I was I'm trying to be not an asshole is the point here. By making it a serious debate, you all all, all of a sudden everything we've said is literal now. No, I mean and everything I said was not literal. <laughs> you fucking... Oh, you... Well, when you he does it this all way, the time. I just because I don't want to seem... I don't want to... I want people to know that I'm not an asshole is really the point. I want to be liked, Kyle. That's really what it comes well, down to. Well, that's sad. 
<laughs> it's a sad, sad <laughs> existence. All right, Kyle. What's uh? So, what kind of guy needs to be liked but also really wants to kill himself? Does that person exist besides you? I mean, self, I, self hatred. I mean, everybody. I want everyone to like me, but but me. yourself. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's, maybe you should start with yourself, Caleb. That's the advice. If you I was your get. therapist, I'd be like, start with yourself. Treat treat yourself like you would treat one of your friends. Because yeah. yeah, that whatever. Anyways. Um, now God, you, you bum me out right off the top again. <laughs> this fucking he sandbags me all the time with this shit. What do you mean sandbags? Well, I think we're joking, and then he comes on the next podcast. He'd be like, "I'd like to clarify what I said," <laughs> but I, I was joking about that. Oh, oh, and I wasn't. I guess now. I was joking. Fucking idiot. I was joking, but I also came across pretty ignorant. I felt like, anyways, we're just going around in circles now. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about, Kyle? Nah, no. I had a Not weird. Really. I had a weird night last night. Went to uh, karaoke at Dakota's. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Want to watch these fucking ju- like drug dealers with tattoos on their faces hit on my girlfriend? They all had Calgary jerseys on. I had a fucking Canucks jersey on. Uh oh. I was like, this is not good. I was like, Camilla, let's get out of here. And she, you know, hi, no, no, no problem. And then she's like, oh, we know, I get it now. And I was like, yeah, let's get out of here. And then we walk inside, and this weird Aussie chick. You pussied out. Well, yeah, there's like five of those guys. What are you gonna do? Why is it, what's the point of fighting? There's no point. No, you just let them hit on your girlfriend. I didn't say punch him in the face. I didn't really say. Yeah, I did. Well, you just let them hit on your girlfriend in front of you. Basically, <laughs> dude, for like two minutes, and then I was like, Camilla, you want to go inside? And she's like, Yeah. So, what, what do you do, Kyle? What do you? What would you have done in my position? First of hey. all, I would blame it all on my girlfriend and scold her. Okay, well, for you. <laughs> That's like that's the biblical response. That is, I'm learning things, you know. Yeah, uh, the test for the yeah. So, and then we went inside though. And it's then not their fault. She's dressed like a whore. This Aussie chick. She wears sweaters. Let's talk about my girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> then this uh, Aussie chick comes up to me. She's like, "Oh my god, you are so. You have the prettiest eyes. You're so handsome." Like you right, get that a lot. Right in front of Camilla, and Camilla's going. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, see what happens? Yeah, how does that feel? <laughs> so then we basically so just left the bar. how much did you have to bar. pay her? What? <laughs> Whom? The girl? <laughs> this girl to get back no. at Camilla for you. No, I did not. It was just a weird thing where we both got hit on in front of each other. You do have really beautiful blue eyes. Oh, gee, thanks. It's, oh. just, it's just the rest of you that bothers me. <laughs> All the better to see you with, Kyle. <laughs> it's not the eyes that's a problem. It's uh, the gut and the nose and the uh, attitude, demeanor. The things you say on this Small. podcast that you don't <laughs> apologize for. God damn it, Kyle. Now I feel worse. Good. <laughs> good. I'm glad. That was literally my goal. Okay. Let's get into this Bible here. So last week on the podcast, we read about uh, quail and fire from the Lord and some silver trumpets. You remember that, Kyle? Uh-huh. The, the Israelites were up to their nipples and quail and they killed something like, what was it? God sent them. How many tons did they each have? Yeah, each person like had a metric fuck ton of quail. <laughs> yeah, it was preposteroni, Tony. And that's that's the literal measurement at the bottom. And then, um, yeah, it says two point two kiloliters, two cubits, whatever. So uh, now we are at Numbers chapter twelve, where and it's called Miriam and Aaron oppose Moses. Remember, Miriam is Moses's sister, who put him in the basket and floated him down the Nile. Oh, his sister did? Yeah. Cause on his mom's orders, like take Moses. Oh, right, right. Hide him. So chapter 12, Miriam and Aaron began to talk against Moses because of so his- So Miriam's been on this journey the whole time? Yeah. Have we heard of her before? 
She had the song right after all Mar- Miriam's song was about uh, the Egyptians getting drowned. Remember? And I tried to sing it in church voice. Oh, right. Yeah. But then. Oh, how the mighty sit at the bottom. Because she of hasn't the had anything important to say for a few chapters, for a few decades. Well, this this really hasn't been decades. This has been. How long are they maybe, supposed to be wandering the maybe, desert? Maybe this has been about a couple years so far. Oh, that's it. Yeah, because they haven't got um, s- reprimanded by the Lord. I yet. can never tell how long things are. The timelines in the Bible. Yeah, it's it's helpful to have a Bible timeline. There's some good ones on the internet if you want to follow along. But the timeline is preposteroni Tony. Like it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like if it's just shoehorned in to try and make the Bible make sense. Yeah. Okay. Like, practically speaking. Okay. Right, well, let's hear her glory. So Miriam, Miriam and, and Aaron began to talk against Moses because of his Cushite wife, for he had married a Cushite. Uh, has the Lord spoken only through Moses, they asked? Hasn't he also spoken through us? And the Lord heard this. Now, this is in parentheses. And then he goes, no. Now, Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the <laughs> earth. <laughs> That's in brackets, just so you know. And it's the most, I'm the most humble man that ever lived. <laughs> Moses is writing third person. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I like to declare I am the most humble man that's ever existed. Bar none, I am the most humble list. Number one at the top of the humble list. Um, I'm so humble. Check that song out. It's funny. By who? Um, Andy Samberg in... Uh-oh. It's by Connor for real in the movie Rockstar. That movie or Popstar. Popstar. Movie's underrated. I thought. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Lots of people like it. Yeah. Well, it's on Netflix, and I don't like it. I didn't. It was okay. It's a great satire on what music is today. It was good. It was so good. I thought it was genius. It's like it was a little over the top goofball for me at some points. But the, the songs, though, were fantastic. Yeah. Like you're right about it. The movie was meh, but the criticism of modern music was genius and like how they just had to like elevate their gimmicks like to hot more and more gimmicky gimmicks <laughs> yeah like the fucking searchlight head line and then just like giant wow noises through the whole thing <laughs> fucking music sucks these days that's why you listen to death metal dude so <laughs> yeah because it never changes no <laughs> consistent all the way through that's what that's what it's about that's why you never get bored of death metal too because you like what you like, Kyle. Yeah, you never expect anything different, so you don't get disappointed. Now, Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. <laughs> At once. <laughs> that seems like a parody. Yeah. It seems like parody. Dude, that I, is so funny. My favorite part that it's in brackets, like it's a little side note. Like, yeah. just so you know, this whole time Moses had been humble. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> he barely wanted the job. So, and who told him this? Miriam and Miriam and that he's a- the most Aaron. humble man on the face of the no, earth. No, no, did God tell him that? This is the writer, the writer to, to put that in, and presumably Moses wrote this. So Moses <laughs> wrote that about himself. That's what I thought. At once, the Lord. But I mean, if you're the most humble man on the face of the earth, the only person that could tell you you were was God, right? I guess. How would you know her? Well, God, this God is speaking through man right now. Oh, okay. Like, in, like the gift of tongues, which is a reference to something you guys don't know yet. At once the Lord said to Moses, Aaron and Miriam, come out to the tent of meeting, all three of you. So all three of them came out. Then the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud. He stood at the entrance to the tent of meeting, to the tent, and summoned Aaron and Miriam. When both of them stepped forward, he said, 
Listen to my words. When a prophet of the Lord is among you, I reveal myself to him in visions. I speak to him in dreams. But this is not true of my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. With him I speak face to face, clearly and not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. <laughs> Everyone else I'm fucking with. But, the, but Moses, I'm, I, I'm giving it to him straight, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you figured out what I said yet? Rest of you idiots. <laughs> oh, man. When he sees the form of the Lord, why were you not afraid to speak against my... Uh, sorry. I, when I, with him, I speak face to face, clearly and not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. <laughs> why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? That's a pretty hilarious passage that the Lord just said. What do you mean? Well, for the exact reason you're laughing. Oh, at. yeah. Okay. So that that verse mm. is like one of the ones my mom would use to be like, see, God, this is how God talks to people in dreams and vision, which is crazy that people believe their dreams are from God. That's fucking hilarious and insane. That pe- Like yeah. anyone, I have dreams every night. Like sometimes my dreams are quite violent. It's like, does God <laughs> want me to do that? Sometimes you know? God's my boy in my dreams, you know? I don't know. What does that mean? It means I have some pretty good ones. Okay. <laughs> Once in a while where I wake up and I was like, thanks. What about thanks, lucid? dude. Fist bump. What about lucid thanks dreams? Thanks for sending me three whores at once. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the Lord did. <laughs> he did that for me. I appreciate that. We're bros. With, so God speaks to Moses clearly and not in riddles. And obvi- I was going to make the same point. Like, So he's fucking with everybody else in the world. Oh, God damn it, Kyle. It's my father. Oh, you can answer it. Nope. You can pause it. Nope. Okay, so Hell no. So and then at the end it ends with a threat. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? The anger of the Lord burned against them and he left them. When who, who is saying they're afraid to speak against Moses? God says He's saying why are you not afraid to speak against Moses? Cuz I talk Moses is my favorite. Yeah. Right? I speak with him cl- And they should be afraid to go against Moses. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Cuz that that's how propaganda works and, you know. Yeah. What do you call that? The head of state thing where you just make him into a god what do you mean you know when you make like north korea's ruler like you just make him untouchable like you can't say anything bad about him oh sure you know is that a thing yeah that's that's all the time like you can't say anything in like they make him into a deity like he gets 18 holes in one on a golf course dictator regimes it's like he could dunk a basketball to question anything that they do is like punishable by death I think they test people with that bullshit that he like can dunk a basketball and can get eighteen holes in one for wait to someone go, No, you can't and then they go, Oh, yeah. there's that dude. Yeah. Yeah, and you weed them out. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what this sounds exactly like. The anger of the Lord burned against him and he left them. When the cloud lifted from above the tent, there stood Miriam, leprous, like snow. Aaron What? Miriam got Just covered in leprosy, leprosy yeah. like snow? Yeah. I have the wrong. So it's like, uh, what's what's that rash you get on your arm that's white? There's a note here, and it says the Hebrew word used for various diseases affecting the skin, not necessarily leprosy. So they just called every skin disease leprosy. Okay, but like snow is that? What's that skin rash you get? Oh, old people. Old, the old people get old, it all the time. Yeah. Um. Fuck. I don't. And remember. it's like snow because it's like gets scaly. And yeah, you're all like ashy. Yeah. Fuck. Whatever. So. So there, I had it when I was a kid in my ear. I can't remember what the fuck it is. So God smote Miriam leprous like snow. Aaron turned toward her 
and saw that she had leprosy and said to Moses, please, my Lord. He says to my Lord to Moses. Wow. Oh, please, hmm. my Lord, do not hold against us. So he so that's fucking kind of crazy that like Moses is so untouchable that God will just smite you with leprosy if you even question him. <laughs> Please, my lord, do not hold against us the. It's a sin- nice story, uh, Moses. Weave to not uh, to get away with whatever he wants, eh? Yeah. So we have. So, uh, do not hold against us the sin we have so foolishly committed. Do not let her be like a stillborn infant coming from the mother's womb with its flesh half eaten away. Gross. What? What a visual! Oh, God damn it! Does that even happen? A stillborn baby. They yeah. get half their flesh eaten away. I. I mean, I've never seen one. I'm pretty sure we could Google some pictures. I think I have seen one on those abortion posters. Oh, yeah. Those are fucked up. But those are aborted babies, not stillborn babies. I think sometimes they're stillborn babies. <laughs> Who's... Oh, fuck. What's the comic's name? Uh, my wife had a miscarriage. The baby was stillborn. <laughs> what? Okay, stillborn? The baby was oh. stillborn. Oh. <laughs> wah, wah. That's a funny joke. Who is it? Oh, fuck. He's super famous. It's not Jesselnik, is it? No, no, no. It's the same guy that's like, you know what I just realized? I've never had an epiphany. <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. Okay. Doesn't matter. Uh, so Moses... Could... Yeah? No, Moses cried out to the Lord. Oh, God, please heal her. The Lord replied to Moses, if her father had spit in her face, would she not have been a disgrace for seven days? Confine her outside the camp for seven days. After that, can she be brought... After that, she can be brought back. That's fucked up. And the Lord only punished Miriam, not Aaron. If her father spit in her face, would she not have to leave the camp for seven days? Because she'd be unclean? She'd be unclean, yeah. So, If anyone spits on you, you're unclean? Yeah. So that's. Oh my god, what a superpower. I know, leave the camp. If you're just an asshole, you have so much power back then. So, uh, So Miriam was confined outside the camp for seven days, and the people did not move on until she was brought back. After that, the people left Hazaroth and encamped in the desert of Paran. That's a pretty uh, fucked up story. So God, that means uh, by... I was trying to look at the epiphany joke. <laughs> extrapolation. Um, God doesn't mind that Moses has a Cushite wife, right? Because that's why not. Miriam and Moses are, or Miriam and Aaron are grumbling. They're so, grumbling because Moses has a wife. A Cushite wife, not an Israelite wife. Oh, what's a Kushite? Kushite's like neighbor of Egypt. It's just a different people. Why would he go outside of... Because, uh... man, she's hot. <laughs> she must have been the real hot. was tight. <laughs> Why go outside of Israel when you're, like, presumably the most famous, powerful person anywhere near Well, you? he was a prince in Egypt, too, so... Where are you getting these wives from? Wherever, Kush. She just wandered in? The land of Kush. Aren't they wandering the desert? They no, stumble upon He had this them? wife all the way back when he fled to his wife's father-in-law's house after killing the Egyptian. Oh, right, yeah. right. Okay, I remember now. So, ver- uh, chapter 13, Exploring Canaan. The Lord said to Moses, Send some men to explore the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites. From each ancestral tribe, send one of its leaders. So, at the Lord's command, Moses set out from the desert of Paran. All of them were leaders of the Israelites. These are their names. From the tribe of Reuben, Shamua, son of Zachar. From the tribe of Simeon, Saphat, son of Hori. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb, son of Jephunneh. That's my. That's where I got my name. This is I'm named after Caleb, this guy. son of Jephunneh. Yeah. 
From the tribe of Issachar, Igal, son of Joseph. From the tribe of Ephraim, Hosea, son of Nun. Or Hoshia, son of Nun. You know what we should update our profiles? What? On the website being like, Kyle, son of Grant. <laughs> Kyle, son of Grant. Caleb, son of Wesley. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Uh, from the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, son of Raphu. From the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, son of Sodi. From the tribe of Mas- Manasseh. I think people have stolen some of these names in Bibles and add, like made them alien names in movies. I swear I've heard some of that before. Like <laughs> Zebulun? I've heard that. I've heard that as like an alien something in a movie. Yeah. I it's mean, like an alien planet, Zebulun, you well, know? Lots of times it's a reference to the Bible. I Probably, yeah. So it's like something about them. There's a lot of uh, like subtle nods to the Bible that I've never recognized. And I'm sure most people don't. Yeah. Well, no, well, I mean, I recognize them all. I mean, you're not most people, Caleb. You're special. From the tribe of Manasseh, uh, and then it says in parentheses, a tribe of Joseph. Gaddy, son of Susie. <laughs> S-U-S-I, Susie. From the tribe of Dan. <laughs> that, that, that abused you? Yeah. All the names that are in there? Susie. Just said Zebulon, but Susie's spelt weird. Susie. <laughs> it's funny looking. S-U-S-I. That sounds like a nice girl's name. Japanese okay, so this, waifu. There's this... Okay. There's this... You know, the, you know the band Susie and the Banshees? No. It's spelled O-U-S-I-X-X-E or something like that. So it looks like Suxi. Okay. So I've always called it Suxi and the Banshees. So as I've heard everyone else. So we're at this, I'm at this uh, like little party or whatever. And I'm not going to say any names, but one of the comics had a girl over. And she said her name, she, her name used to be Emily or something. Mm-hmm. And she changed it to Suxi. She changed her name to this. So I'm like, oh, like Suxi and the Banshees. And she's like, no, it's pronounced Suzy and the Banshees. I'm like, so you took the mispronounced misspelling of the name, changed your name to it, and then you're correcting me (laughs) on how to say Susie and the Banshees when you named yourself the mispronunciation of it? Her name is spelt exactly the same as both. That's hilarious. Yeah, what a bitch. (laughs) What? That's it. (laughs) It annoyed me. It's funny. Um... From the tribe of Dan, Amiel, son of Gam- Gamali. From the tribe of Asher, uh, Sether, son of Michael. From the tribe of Nephali, Nabi, son of Vafsi. From the tribe of Gad, Guel, son of Maki. These are the names of the men that Moses sent to explore the land. And then it's, I like when it's in brackets because it's like a side note. Then it says, Moses gave Hoshea, son of Nun, the name Joshua. So that's... Uh, Hoshia became Joshua. Neat. Yeah. Joshua becomes like leader of the Israelites. So Really? When, After Moses dies? Yeah. When Moses sent them to explore Canaan, he said... Why does Moses die? Just because God wants to like... Because everybody dies, bit, Kyle. Because you know? that's what happens at the end of your life. But you don't have to. So far, only one person hasn't died. Do you remember the guy's name? No. No. Me neither. <laughs> So Does he not die because God like takes him? Yeah, remember God. He walked with God. <clears throat> Enoch, yeah. Enoch. Yeah, yeah. So when Moses sent them to explore Canaan, he said, "Go up through the valley of Negev and onto the and into the hill country. See what the land is like and whether the people who live there are strong or weak, few or many. What is the kind of land? What kind of land do they live in? Is it good or bad? What kind of towns do they live in? Are they unwalled or fortified? 
How is the soil? Is it fertile or poor? Are there trees on it or not? Do your best to bring back some of the fruit of the land. It was the season for first-rate grapes. <laughs> Ooh, no more bread for us. So that must have mean it was September-ish, or f- fall, autumn. So they went up and explored. Does that, does that translate overseas like that? What do you mean? The seasons? They're not the same as they are here. Well, they're inverse in the southern hemisphere, but they still have seasons. Yeah, but it wouldn't be September, would it? I think in Egypt it would be. I mean, is that below the equator? I don't know. I think it's above the equator. <laughs> we really get ourselves into these things where we're just revealing how stupid we are. <laughs> so, uh, hey, I know a little bit about something. <laughs> Anyone want to hear that? <laughs> a little bit I know. So they went up and explored the land from the desert of Zin as far as Rehob towards Lebo Hamath. They <laughs> they should just really update this. The, the Bible should be updated with the modern day current day names i guess i'd still have no fucking clue where that is like weird obscure parts of israel and egypt yeah, yeah. so uh they went up through the valley uh, blah 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 they descended i wonder if these places even exist anymore though um probably not in their original form no or they don't place. that's why i'm like yeah. i wish they had the modern day it's like some town but i wouldn't know where that is either that's yeah so and they came to Hebron, where Ahaman, Shetai, and Tamali, the descendants of Anak, lived. Hebron had been built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Dude, that's fucking interesting, dude. That's a little... I'm glad I got to hear. <laughs> when they reached the valley of Eshkol, they cut off a branch bearing a single cluster of grapes. The two of them carried it on a pole between them. So that must have been a huge fucking grapevine if two people are carrying it's it on a pole. a single cluster. A single cluster that's big enough for two men to carry. Or it was one tiny that's little, what big, I'm picturing. little cluster <laughs> between two guys on a pole. So they wrapped a vine around it, I guess. The two of them carried it on a pole between them along with some pomegranates and figs. That place was called the Valley of Eshkol because of the cluster of grapes. Hmm. <laughs> the Israelites, uh, because of the cluster of grapes, the Israelites cut off there. At the end of 40 days, they returned from exploring the land. The report on the explanation. Verse 26. They came back to Moses and Aaron, the whole community of Israel, uh, the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. There they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. They gave Moses this account. We went into the land which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. That's an, Is that a metaphor? Yeah. I mean, it has to be. There can't be milk and honey I don't, flowing. <laughs> I don't remember them saying that either. God land, promised land of milk them and honey. the land of milk and honey. When? That's what God promised Abraham way back. Oh, okay. Because I know I've heard that. I just didn't know if I've re- we read it already. So, like, this is the whole Bible up to this point has been to get to the land of milk and honey. Yeah, and they found it. So they finally, found, yeah. So if this was like a quest, it's novel, actually grapes and pomegranates, but they're like fuck it, close enough, you know. Yeah, this was a quest <laughs> Can't novel. Can't complain. <laughs> Been eating bread for three years, <laughs> magic bread. They gave Moses this account. We went to the land. It does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. Oh, so they have to kill them. Yeah, to get the honey and milk. Well, that's what that God, they were promised. That's what God wants them to do. <laughs> what a coincidence that the land with all the riches, someone else already owns and possesses and controls. The land that God will give us yeah. that used to belong to that guy. Uh huh. Um, we even saw descendants. Doesn't of- sound like God really makes 
anything like when he promises the land of milk and honey it just like he looks up from the globe and goes oh that looks pretty good that's where i want the jews to live <laughs> yeah looks like looks like they uh, built up a little nice uh town i guess so um we even saw the descendants of anak there i can't remember anak i think was a giant from previous in genesis the Amalekites live in Negev. So if you remember, they already killed the Amalekites. Yeah. Remember? They, they wiped, wiped them off the face of the earth. Yeah. So the Amalekites live there again somehow. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe this happened before. That doesn't make any sense. It's giant glaring contradiction to maybe me. Maybe they didn't all huddle in one place. It's possible. But God said wipe off their he memory. Did, uh, wipe and their they, memory off And the, the Israel yeah. said that they did that. So the Amalekites live there somehow. The Hittites, the Jebusites. It's almost like if someone is lying. I mean, it's also it's more like someone didn't remember what they wrote before. I think. I don't. What do you mean? I think it's just like it's obviously just wrong timelines, two different people's accounts. Yeah, exactly. Some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it's lying. I don't think it's like we'll just put this back in and hopefully <laughs> they won't notice. I meant lying about killing the Am- Amalekites. Oh, that like could... the Jews trying to make themselves sound more powerful. Okay, than yeah, they actually so they were. lied before. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. That's that's v- v- highly likely, actually. Uh, the Amalekites live in, or none of this actually happened. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I hate when I find myself in Bible world. Like, yeah, that's probable. That's probable that when they were wandering the desert. Yeah. So, where was I? The Amalekites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites live in the hill country, and the Canaanites live near the sea along the Jordan. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. But the men who had gone up with them said, We can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. Oh, and- not because it would be wrong. No. Not because it's theirs. Because <laughs> no. we might lose. Yeah, even though we have God on our side. And 600,000 fighting men. Yeah. That's a fucking lot. And God, who told us this is ours, and he says when we battle with him, we never lose. Yeah. Isn't that the thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Why are they worried at all? Because they're giant pussies. <laughs> um, but the men who had gone with them say they're stronger than us, and they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. They said, we explored the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size. We saw the Nephilim there. The descendants of Anax came from the Nephilim. The Nephilim so they're the giants. We're the giants, yeah. yeah. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we, and we looked the same to them. So apparently, this land is inhabited by giants. Nine-footers or bigger. Who knows? The people rebel. Chapter 14. Grasshoppers. Yeah. That's the metaphor they used, Kyle. Yeah, that's tiny. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what an actual giant is back then, because they have wizards in the in the Bible, magicians, whatever. Way, way, way below wizards. <laughs> yeah, but they do actual magic. The magicians, yeah, in the Bible, they don't do tricks. <laughs> they do actual magic. That's a wizard. Isn't it funny? Oh, I guess that, I was gonna say it's funny that my mom believes that like there's other gods and they have powers. That was surprising. <laughs> I guess a little nod. We got a special bonus episode coming out soon, but that is fucking crazy. His mom believes there is other gods that have power that have powers, <laughs> but her God is the best. <laughs> so dumb. I really want to dive into that, but I was like, Caleb told me to be nice. Okay. So that, don't put that. I mean, I did that. So that night, all don't put that on you. Well, we both kind of decided that. No, I know. 
That night, all the people of the community raised their voices and wept aloud. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole assembly said to them, If only we had died in Egypt or in this desert, why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and children will be taken as plunder. Wouldn't it have been better <laughs> us to go back to Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to each other, "We should choose a leader and go back to Egypt." <laughs> a leader besides Moses. Yeah, they're finally thinking clearly. I mean, even if this God is real, this Moses God that I keep hearing about, he's clearly fucking with us. I mean, either they did witness all these miracles already and they're insane, like the whole community are just idiots. They I mean, they walked across the fucking sea on dry land. They got water like right. from out of nowhere, manna and quail from it. Like many, they're following a pillar of cloud and fire that talks to that them, talks to them, that right. burned people alive in front of them. And now they're like, I don't really think he could do it. <laughs> it's insane. It's or the only explanation is none of those things ever happened. Right. It's it seems like either or the other. Like I asked him. There's yeah. like they're making their own gods out of like cows or yeah, whatever it was, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like they're seeing any of this. No. Or when they do, they're not remembering it past a week before. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, what have you done for me lately? You know. Yeah, it's insanity. So we should go back to Egypt, where they were slaves. Like, I guess it's preferable. Better be, be murdered by giants. Yeah. Right. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down in front of the whole Israelite assembly gathered there. Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had explored the land, tore their clothes and, and said to the entire Israelite assembly, this is real dramatic, tearing their clothes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They do that a lot. Yeah. They, ha- they have a lot of temper tantrums. Yeah. They want people to show. They want to show everyone, not just with their words, how upset they are. I think that next time you do stand-up, you should rip off your shirt and be like, hear my words, and like be real dramatic. I think Burt Kreischer already does that. That's true. <laughs> um, just, they tore their clothes, and they said to the entire Israelite assembly, The land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Well, he'll take it for us. Well, he'll... No, he'll empower us to kill the current (laughs) residing population. Uh, Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people in the land because we will swallow them up. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. But the whole assembly talked about stoning them. Then the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting. Maybe we should get a sword or something. I mean, it would. Uh, they've They're stoned giants. People, no, stoning Joshua and Caleb for saying, like, let's go in there. They're like, fuck you. Oh, We're going back really? To Egypt. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they talked about stoning them. Then the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent. Of course of he did. What, remember what glory looks like, huh? No. No, we don't know. It's a magical. It's probably a shimmering cloud, we decided. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then because the gl- that's where he likes to appear. Yeah. Then we, the glory of the, the Lord. Cloud, you know, no, the funny thing is, what I learned from the Bible is the clouds can be made of anything. Most people don't know that. Most people think clouds are like a ball of moisture. Dust. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they could be fire. That's pretty cool. You can, there's fire clouds. I've seen those before. What? Have you seen those fire tornadoes? Like, in forest fires, like, the wind starts going, and you get, like, a fire vortex. It actually I've is seen a, that. a pillar of fire. Yeah. That's badass. I don't know if that's a cloud. 
I mean, there's fire clouds, like a dust cloud, okay, like a sawdust cloud that gets ignit. You know, I guess that's an explosion. <laughs> it's somewhat like a fire. I'm, I'm picturing a ball of fire hanging around the air. That's more of a on ball Earth. of a fire than a cloud, isn't it? Well, now we're getting into semantics. The Lord said, so then the glory of the Lord appeared. The Lord said to Moses, how long will these people treat me with contempt? How long will they refuse to believe in me? In spite of all the miraculous signs I have performed among them. Why doesn't he just uh, brainwash them like he does the Egyptian? Because Kyle, God cares about your heart and God made you to worship him, Kyle. And if you don't choose to worship him, it doesn't mean anything to him, Kyle. So he wants you to choose. But on the other side, if you don't choose him, it's eternal torment (laughs) forever. And it seems like a pretty fair choice to me. So he wants to give you a choice, but it's a rhetorical choice. Yeah. I mean, you still can choose eternal torment if you want. I, I guess that is true. What is worse? At this point, yeah, it's hard to say. It's also it's like also he's going to be the one tormenting you yeah, forever. Yeah, they, yeah, he made you to worship him or die forever. And if you ch- and he's real pissed if you choose not to worship him. <laughs> so actually, I think that's the best way to actually get at God is just not worship him because he's a douche and he made you just to worship him. So how long will these people treat me with contempt? How long will they refuse to believe in spite of all the miraculous signs? That's a good point, God. In spite of all the miraculous, I mean signs, that is fair. I've performed among them i don't know try a different group of people talk to the giants maybe it's maybe hilarious. they're cool with your magic it's, you know it's hilarious that like the church or christians or who at like people who believe this they're like they side with god they're like yeah these people are idiots they god they deserve it god should do that <laughs> to them you know what why doesn't god after like the 10th time of showing them amazing impossible things yeah and they go eh, i don't, I don't know <laughs> that's cool that's cool i guess why doesn't he go to like any other group of people Show them one and then blow their fucking mind, that's and then a, they worship him now. I don't know, Kyle. I think that's a switch good... teams. You know, <laughs> yeah, these the Jews used to be my favorite. They're not even tall. I like the Amalekites. <laughs> Sorry, I got the Jews to do that shit for you guys. Yeah, no kidding, right? So, Look, you have the powers now. Get them back. They're worshiping a fucking cow. I will. So how they how how long will they refuse? Could you imagine if he gave the giants magic powers? Yeah. Well. Kill everything. It doesn't really matter how who they get who he gives it to because they have magic, right? <laughs> I guess that is fair. Um, but you know, a giant with magic or a person with magic, I think you lose to either. Yeah. But if a giant and a person, if a giant went against a giant with magic and a person with magic, the giant must win because he's bigger. Probably. What if they both have God's magic? It depends. It's impossible. Then. I will strike them down and destroy them. Sorry. Uh, they refuse to believe in me in spite of all the miraculous, miraculous signs I've performed among them. I, this is the Lord saying, I will strike them down with a plague and destroy them. But I will make you a gr- into a great nation, into a nation greater and stronger than they. So when he's saying them, I think he's talking about the Israelites. But then he says, I will make you into a great nation. So he's saying, I'm going to kill all you guys and then we're going to start over. To who? To the Israelites. He's going to kill them all. I'm going to strike them down with a plague and destroy them. And then I'm going to make you into a great nation. So God likes it's to so ju- confusing. I know. And it's his favorite people. Remind, remember that these are God's chosen people that he's striking with the plague. So he's going to wipe them out except for like four. Then Moses said to the Lord, the Egypt- then the Egyptians will hear about it. By your power, you brought these people among them. <laughs> Moses is appealing to God. He's like, what will the Egyptians think? <laughs> like God gives a fuck what the Egyptians think about him. 
Then Moses said to the Lord, Then the Egyptians will hear about it. By your power you brought these people up from among them, and they will tell the inhabitants of this land about it. They have already heard that you, O Lord, are with these people, and that you, O Lord, have seen the face have seen face to face, that your cloud stays over them, and that you could or that you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. If you put these people to death all at one time, the nations who have heard this report about you will say, the Lord was not able to bring these people into the land he promised them on oath, so he slaughtered them in the desert. That would be correct, also. <laughs> it's hilarious that Moses is appealing to God on God's reputation <laughs> to humans around the Israelites. Hey God, what is everyone else going to think when you couldn't even get a bunch of Jews through the desert? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to seem like a tool. <laughs> like, and it works. That's hilarious. Now, the, <laughs> now, man. Boy, would my face be red. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. And the, the threat is he's going to kill all of his chosen people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now may the Lord's strength be displayed, just as you have declared. The Lord is slow to anger, slow to anger, yep. abounding in love and forgiving sin and, and rebellion. He's slow, slow to anger, but once he gets that ball rolling, anger, you know. Let's remember, not one page ago, he struck Miriam. The, the anger of the Lord burned against them, and he fucking struck Miriam leprous <laughs> for questioning <laughs> Moses' Cushite wife. Next page. You it were took him slow a while, to though. anger. <laughs> abounding in love and forgiving sin doesn't seem like it at all i like how they just do the uh, do say do one thing say the opposite and yeah. every christian goes god loves everybody See, it, it says so right <laughs> here yeah right after he struck this chick leprous and burned people to death no no, no 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 but then after it says he loves everybody it's so, it's craziness so now may the Lord's strength be displayed just as you have declared. The Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love and forgiving sin and rebellion. Yet, did he, yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children for the sin of their fathers to the third and fourth generation. So hang on. Let's go back one sentence. Abounding in love and forgiving sin and rebellion. Mm -hmm. Yet he punishes people to the third and fourth generation. Sure, he'll forgive at the fifth. That's pretty good. Your kids, pretty good your kids, time. kids, your kids, 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 and their kids. Yeah. All getting punished for something you did. And then if one of them does something along the line, yeah. that's a domino effect right there. Oh, God, and your great abounding forgiving mercy. Like, what the fuck? Please let the sixth generation of my children free. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? In accordance with... Sorry, back to the Bible. And then he did, and everything was good. Verse 19. In accord, This is Moses talking to God. In accordance with your great love, forgive the sins of these people, just as you have pardoned them from the time they left Egypt until now. The Lord replied... I have forgiven them as you asked. What a guy. Nevertheless, as surely as I live and as surely as the glory of the Lord fills the whole earth, not one of the men who saw my glory and the miraculous signs it performed in Egypt and in the desert, but who has disobeyed <laughs> me and tested me ten times, not one of them will ever see the land I promised on oath to their forefathers. Oh, yeah, because it totally exists. By the way, it totally exists, the land I was taking you to. <laughs> we weren't just wandering. We were almost there. The spies went And then in. you fucked up, and now you don't get it. No one who has treated me with a contempt will ever see it. But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to, and his descendants will inherit it. And uh, so that's one of the reasons my dad named me Caleb. And I find that very ironic. Let's read that verse again. Because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I am doing a podcast to make fun of this fucking book. 
Yeah, you're doing the exact opposite. That was like when I was when I was born. They're like, this is my son, my firstborn son. They like offered me the Lord and did the whole fucking ceremony. And now, 31 years later, I'm just shitting. Up, like, I just I don't follow him at all. It's funny if you think like about my namesake. Yeah, <laughs> the exact opposite. Yeah. If you read this at all, like any group of people wandered the desert with a leader. Yeah. And you take God out of it, but they were saying there's a God, obviously. Yeah. It's just some dude gets lost, promised them outrageous things the whole time. They're about to turn on him. And then he goes, well, I just talked to God and he said, you got angry, so you don't get it anymore. That's a parallel to like a lot of cults, by the way. They, they, um, the, what were they called? D- uh, David Koresh and the Waco guys. And then like the Munster cult. What, what would they do? Well, they say the world's ending, and I'm leading you to this thing. And oh, he, right. And then towards the end, when they're under siege from, like, the fucking army, and he's like, this is it. We're going to die in a blaze of glory. Uh, I got you this far, but your faith wasn't good enough. And then they kill themselves. Yeah. Like, that's basically what's going on here. It's a you got to pull shoot once you come up to the thing you're supposed You well, can only wander so long before you have to show them the thing they were supposed to get, you know? Like in the Munster one, he says, the Lord will, you know, the Lord will deliver us. They're, they're in a city of Munster surrounded by the whole army and they're starving to death. And this guy's been promising them that they're going to take over the world and God's on their side. And they're just about to die. And he says, oh, actually, it's not a literal conquering of the world it's a spiritual conquering of the world <laughs> and then they get massacred jesus um so since the days uh my caleb but because my servant caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly no i don't i will bring him into the land he went to uh, and his descendants shall, will inherit it since the amalekites and canaanites are living in the valleys turn back tomorrow and set towards the desert along the route to the red sea so um, they're going to a different place then they're not the, taking over their land so they got to the precipice. They sent in 12 people to check it out. They said, you know, there's, there's a song that we used to sing in Bible school or uh, Sunday school. You know, ten, 12 spies went into Canaan. 10 were bad and 2 were good. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. So 10, 10 of the spies said, fuck this. That's a this. really bad song, by the way. Well, I can't remember. It's the only line I remember. But So 10 of the spies said, yeah, it's good land, but we there's no way they have fortified cities there's giants living there we'll get slaughtered and then two of the spies joshua and caleb said we can do this we have god on our side and then the israelites were like nah fuck that we're stoning you then god literal god comes down and says to the israelites i'm gonna spite you with a plague and destroy you because i am abounding in loving forgiveness then moses goes holy shit god slow down what will the Egyptians chill, chill. think? <laughs> Your reputation will be garbage. And he's like, oh, fuck. Well, none of you are going in there, all right? You're wandering the desert for 40 years. Fuck you. So Is that what he says just now? That's what God says. He makes them wander the desert for 40 years he now? Says, no, well, he says, none of you who I promise it to get to see it, except Caleb, because that guy's good shit, right? So he gets to stay. So this, so this is what happens. This is when, this is why they have to wander the desert for forty years. So they're not even allowed to have a destination now. So all those people, the six hundred thousand fighting men, die in the desert with no graves or bones or anything found to this day. Holy so, shit! He kills them. No, he just lets them die of natural causes in a forty-year wandering. Oh fuck! So essentially, yeah, he kills them. But they like he doesn't, you know he. He just like lets them die of old age. So death the, by lack of map. That's the, fucked. The Lord said to <laughs> Moses 
and Aaron, how long will this wicked community grumble against me? I have heard complaints of these grumbling Israelites. That's a stereotype to this day. <laughs> Holds true. So tell the Jew complainer Jews. <laughs> I've heard complaints of these grumbling Israelites. So tell them, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will, no I will do to you the very things I heard you say. In the desert, your bodies will fall. Every one of you, 20 years, every one of you who is 20, year old, 20 years old or more, who has, or who was counted by the story. I'm going to reread that. In the desert, your bodies will fall. No, they didn't. Oh, so he's telling them they're yeah. going to die. Yeah, yeah. And also, no, they didn't. Where are they? In the desert, oh, your bodies will... Oh, because we didn't will... find them literally? Yeah. There's no archaeological maybe, evidence. Maybe they're under this. the sand. Did they look under the sand, Caleb? <laughs> I I didn't look. This is what archaeological archaeologists tell me. Archaeologists? I can't speak today. <laughs> In the desert, your bodies will fall. Every one of you who... Every one of After you... he said that, why wouldn't they go... Hey, you guys want to take a crack at that city, or what do you think? You know, I mean that, that makes sense. Or hey, let's go back to Egypt. This guy seems to know how to get back to Egypt, right? Yeah, you want to do that again? It's only a four-day walk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wandering in the desert, dying doesn't sound good. It doesn't. I know he said we have to do it, but we've been ignoring him the whole time. And literally, we also don't even think he exists. Apparently, and if you're gonna die anyways, you have nothing to lose. <laughs> no shit. Every one of you... I say we take a vote. <laughs> Every one of you, 20 years old or more... Just Moses? <laughs> <laughs> and Caleb and Joshua. Yeah. Every one of you, 20 years old or more, who was counted in the census and who was grumbled against me, not one of you will enter the land I swore with an... Sorry. Not one of you will enter the land I swore with an uplifted hand to make your home. Huh. That means he swore with an... Up I think that's why people do that. I swore with an uplifted hand. Huh. That's what they do in uh, in court in like the States. They have one hand on the Bible, the one hand up for swearing. Yeah. Swearing in. So not one of you will enter the land. I swore with an uplifted hand to make your home, except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. As for your children that you said would be taken as plunder, I will bring them to enjoy the land you have rejected. But you, your bodies will fall in this desert. Your children will be shepherds here for 40 years, suffering for your unfaithfulness, until the last of your bodies lies in the desert. For 40 years, one year for each of the 40 days you explored the land, you will suffer. For your sins, you will know what it's like to have me against you. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will surely do these things to the whole wicked community that has banded together against me. Holy shit. They will meet their end in this desert. So here he they will kills die. all the Jews. Yeah. I thought he was going to take it back. No. Like, just as a threat or something. So, so they're all dead. No, for 40 years, you wander until you die naturally. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. He killed them all. Yeah. Yeah. Who wasn't? Who didn't have to wander? Everyone has to wander. Even Caleb and Joshua <laughs> really? are, are stuck around for 40 years. Caleb's an old man when he gets in there. So he has to wander for 40 years, but then he finally gets in? Yeah. He's the only That's some bullshit. <laughs> Caleb, Joshua are the only two that get to see the land. Not even Moses gets to see it, I'm pretty sure. I'm, 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 I'm quite sure. That makes no sense. So It doesn't make any sense. It's the dumbest thing Why ever. Why would he give them the, the good land or whatever as a, as, a, as a reward and then also give them the punishment before that? <laughs> Why oh. would he give them both? 
why don't you two just go in there and live there? Cause, yeah. Because there's giants there, Kyle. They need the whole army to go in. But they're all dead after. How did they get in? Well, they're chill. They wandered the Dude, desert for 20 everyone years, 40 years. under 20 yeah. ages 40 years. So yeah. if you're 19, you'll be sure. 59. And that's the new That popul- sounds like a great army. That's th- So that's the new army. A bunch of fucking... Uh, geriatrics trying to beat up giants. Well, now? obviously they're still reproducing, Kyle. It's the <laughs> next generation that gets to see the land. So it's a completely gr- different group of people. Exactly that. Exactly that. It's a completely different group of people. So the men Moses had sent to explore the land, who returned and made the whole community grumble against him by spreading a bad report about this. These men responsible for spreading the bad report were struck down and died of a plague before the Lord who is slow to anger and great in abounding mercy. Real nice guy. Of of the men who went to explore the land, only Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, survived. When Moses reported to all the Israelites, they mourned bitterly. Early the next morning, they went up toward the high hill country. We have sinned, they said. We will go up to the place the Lord promised. But Moses said, Why are you disobeying the Lord's command? This will not succeed. Do not go up because the Lord is not with you. You will be defeated by your enemies. So they did what you said, actually, Kyle. They're like, well, fuck it. We're going in anyways. <laughs> Good. This, so Moses says, this will, Might not, as well. this will not succeed. Do not go up because the Lord is not with you. You will be defeated by your enemies. For the Amalekites and Canaanites will face you there because you have turned away from the Lord. He will not be with you. So and not you, even the giants? And they're at a different place. Yeah, they're somewhere else. It's a big land, Kyle. He will. You can check out this map and see if it's in there. No, you don't give a fuck. It's hard to read. Um, because you have turned away from the Lord, you will, f- you will, he will not be with you, and you will fall by the sword. Nevertheless, in their presumption, they went up towards the high hill country, though neither Moses nor the or- Ark of the Lord's Covenant moved from the camp. Then the Amalekites Amalek- and Canaanites, who lived in the hill country, came down and attacked them and beat them down all the way to Hormah. So they did go up, and they got their they asses got killed. Kicked. Yeah. Supplementary offerings. So now we just go back to giving the Lord more stuff for a lot of great. That's how it should be, you know. (laughs) You do what He says, or He murders you in various ways. How are we doing for time? Uh, we got like five minutes. Five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just blast through this. Supplementary offerings. The Lord said to Moses, "Speak to the Israelites and say to them: After you enter the land I am giving you as your home, and you present." To the Lord, offerings made by fire from the herd or the flock. Is he talking about in 40 years? I don't know. After you enter the land Is I'm any- giving you. So 40 years from now. So he just, he didn't really send them to wander to the desert to die. He sent them to die of like old age, well, essentially. For 40 years. Because they're reproducing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, like he says, for 40 years. You just a weird sentence. It's yeah. like, I'm going to send you to live in a mansion to die. You know what I mean? No, it could but, be anywhere. But I'm going to send you to... No, it's way worse to live in the desert. No, I get die. that. But it's just... It's unnecessary. Just say wander the desert. Yeah. For 40 <laughs> to years. To add, you're going to die of old age at the end is a little redundant. It's a little... It's like, re- sounds scary, but he d- he's, he's also not doing anything. The point is that nobody who complained gets to go in. That's the point. So, like... But the people... Some of the people that if he just said didn't 40, complain... If he said 40 years... It's, you know, maybe presumable that's like some people would have lived till 65 yeah. and made it in. What, they had to wait outside but he's, once they got there? No, God's telling you, I'm for 40 years you're going to wander and you're going to die. So let's say anyone who wasn't dead. You're automatically going to die. Like, yeah. 
So anyone who wasn't dead on like the day before in and, you know, some 21 year old is, you know, 60, almost 61. He dies. They all anyone who is still left alive dies the day before. Nobody who complained that was over 20 gets to see it. Okay. <laughs> Those are the rules, Kyle. I don't make a weird. Up. It's really dumb. Yep. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them after you into the land, I'm giving you for your home and you present to the Lord offerings made by fire from the herd or flock as a, an aroma pleasing to the Lord, whether burnt offerings or sacrifices for special vows, free will offerings or festival offerings. Then the one who brings his offering shall present to the Lord a grain offering of a tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with a quarter of a hin of oil, each with lamb for burnt offering for the sacrifice. Um... With the ram, prepare a grain offering, two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour with a third of a hint of oil, a third of a hint of wine as a drink offering. Is this while they're wandering the desert that they're getting all this shit? Or is it after? Is it the leftover people? Dude, Are they in the actual place that's good? What's going on? It's just a crazy non sequitur. So that that crazy story of the Lord cursing And the here's Israel- a bunch of stuff I want. Yeah. And this, is it Christmas for him now? It's the, that's is this the next, list? That's the next thing they thought was important to write down. So when we get there, this is the shit that we have to give God. That's crazy, hey? Mm-hmm. Um, when you prepare a young bull as a burnt offering, a and sacrifice. And also, I, I, we already know what you give him. Just say we gave him a bunch of stuff. <laughs> like, do it the way I already told you. Yeah. But no, we have to write it again because this is what God cares about. God wants your soul and he wants your stuff. <laughs> and he's abandoning and forgiving kindness. But if you question him for a second, you'll die. Yeah. But he, but he loves you. Does it? He loves me too? Yeah, no, he loves you very much. Oh, that's you know, good. The that's Lord nice. is slow to anger, abounding in love and forgiving sin and rebellion. He's abounding in forgiving it, except anytime it happens. <laughs> anytime it's happened, they get smote. There's not one t- actually, there's not one time yet where he's been like, you know what, I'm real bad, but I'm gonna let you get away with yeah, this for- one. Forgiveness. <laughs> not one time <laughs> does he actually forgive them without Moses begging him. Yeah. Well, he doesn't even forgive them. He still smites them and makes That's them That's true. Die. He still does. Gives them the plague. Kill 3,000 of your <laughs> friends, you know. Not one time does he actual, actually... Forgiveness. Uh, d- yeah. Not once. Have real forgiveness. Bring the bull. So, I am just I don't care where we were. Bring the bull, the great offering. He just says he does. Yeah. What a nice life to live. Just going around being a fucking asshole and being like, I'm the nicest, most humble person Worship that's me. ever lived. Now, no, no, now, not a more humble person had walked on the face of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the bull with the grain offering, three tenths of an ephah, fine flour mixed with a hand of oil. I want that on a shirt. <laughs> the I'm the most humble person that ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> Also bring a hint, a hint of wine as a drink offering. It will be an offering made to the Lord by fire, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Each bull or ram, each lamb or young goat is to be prepared in this manner. Do this for each one. Fucking for as many hate as these parts. Everyone who is native born must do these things in this way when he brings an offering made to the Lord as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. For the, made by fire as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. For the generations to come, whenever an alien or anyone else living among you presents an offering, oh, she made said to the Lord other by things fire, pleasing to the Lord. You know, I wish they aroma, added that. Other times, like, so the Jews wandered in the desert for 40 years. They all died. That was pleasing to the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) So he killed all the firstborn babies. And that was in Rome. Blood covered everything. It was pleasing to the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) When she drank the potion and had a miscarriage, that was pleasing to the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We, you should start doing that. <laughs> I'm going to now. Whenever God does terrible things. <laughs> this is pleasing to the Lord. 
The community is to have the same rules for you and the alien living among you. This is the lasting ordinance for generations to come. You and the alien shall be the same before the Lord. The same laws and regulations will apply to both you and the alien living among you. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you enter the land for, to which I am taking you and you eat the food of the land, present a portion as an offering to the Lord. So confusing when they have all these commas everywhere. Uh, present a cake from your first ground <laughs> meal and present it Maybe as an it is offering his birthday. from the threshing floor. <laughs> through, how many candles? Throughout the gen- that would imply that God was born, Kyle. That's dumb. Well, there's other gods. <laughs> Where do they come from? God made Some, him. He probably has a god mom. <laughs> Shot him out, you know? <laughs> so present his cake, your first meal, present it as an offering. In the f- uh, is it implied that gods create? No, Some gods create other gods. Zeus was a father, wasn't he? This is the... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, So, but those gods aren't real. This is the one <laughs> true god, Kyle. And he made other gods that just as, just as... It is weird that it's the one true god says in the Bible, yet your mom believes there's other gods. Yeah, that's fucking dumb as fuck. That's some of the dumbest fucking shit ever. It's clearly that... So when they make their own gods and worship them, right? Yeah. That's a human invention. They've just made something to worship. Well, so is this one. Exactly that. <laughs> like, by extension. Like, of course, that's the point I'm trying to make. Oh, okay. So, but my mom thinks that God now has made other gods that people can worship that are still gods that have power that are trickster gods. Like, why would God make those other gods then? And why would they be saying the opposite things? Why would they all say they're the only God, yet they're all hanging out up there? It's so dumb. It is so dumb. Because there's zero chance if other gods exist, they wouldn't be able to observe each other right i mean I, it, I, yeah, because it, if they're manipulating s- the different people on earth certain groups of people what they can only see people like god can only see people in north america it hurts my brain you know to think I mean? about gods on an ethereal plane like controlling humans like it's just so silly to think that i think it only makes sense if you're going to believe in God to believe in one. If there's more than one God, it's just very confusing. They, if that means they, they must all have power and they have, there's like yeah, another population. But not as of much gods. power. It's so dumb. It's just retarded. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Caleb. What? Your mom literally believes that. I know. <laughs> I know. And she tells other people about it. Yeah. And they believe her. Oh, God. Because she's almost a God, really. When you Stop it. <laughs> Um, throughout- Who has more power on earth than your mom? I don't Not know. Not one person. I, my mom doesn't have any power, though, either. Her power, power of influence. Suck. No, she said <laughs> She said herself her power is affirming. No, I know. Just, just like a, being nice to yeah. people. She just tells them. You're going to do well. Want. That You're going to succeed in what you said. She just what tells them what to, they yeah. want to hear. Yeah. Um, I guess that's. It's not the end of the chapter. Do you guys want to hear about offerings for un- unintentional sins? <laughs> no, we're good till next time. <laughs> I'm Kyle wants to get show. out of here. All right, what'd you learn today, Kyle? What did I learn? I don't know. The humble thing was really fucking funny. I learned that Moses is the most humble man that ever lived. And God is great in abounding, loving forgiveness, except he never forgives anyone. I'm also learning that he promises a lot to the Jews, and he's literally never delivered once. So far, yeah. Has he delivered one time well, on any good Well, he brought them out promise? of Egypt. Yeah, but it wasn't good. Well, it, he it said turns he out would, their lives are way worse. Yeah, but well, he said he would do it, and he did it at the promise of of milk and honey, though. At the end, well, it's really the Israelites' fault, you see, for not believing in him. It's always God's never at fault, right? Mm-hmm. 
So that's that's the thing about that. It's like if you had to, like, he promises them all the labor and work. It's going to be tough to get there, right? You're going to have to walk through the desert for a long time. But once you get there, it'll be worth it. It's like if you were forced to go to the gym, but you didn't get any bigger. You just no stayed gains. skinny. No gains. Every time, just pain. A pain after pain and never got any stronger. No gains. <laughs> and then yeah. if you complained about it, death or plague. Yeah, then he makes you even skinnier than you were before. So, uh, yeah, did we get any emails this week, We Kyle? did not. We did not. We did not. No That's emails. Crazy. You guys, just email like, <laughs> get mad at us about something maybe. Um, I want to tell all the dildas out there, um, if you feel lost in your life and you've been wandering around, I want you to call out to God and find, to ask him where your promised land is and then think about that and get almost there and then complain to God that he hasn't given it to you so that you'll never get it in your whole life. I think God will give it to you, though. I don't think he will. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think you that if think you... So? Well, if you doubt for a second that you're going to get it, he's going to murder you. You can. I'm, I was trying to end it right at the end of the song there, Kyle. <laughs> you almost had it. <laughs> go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. That really helps. Give us, give us a good honest, rating. Fuck everything the kid says. Rating. He's a rapist. He's a full-blown <laughs> rapist. <laughs> Tell us anything he says. <laughs> Peace. Hey, dildos. We're back. Um, we were just shooting the shit after the podcast ended, and we have this book here called My Book of Bible Stories. It's an illustrated book for kids, and I always kind of wanted to read it on the podcast because it has the propagandized versions of what, like, this is the shit that I had to read when I was a kid growing up. Uh-huh. So this is like the, this is what Christians tell their kids happened. This is the, this version of the events. This is called 12 Spies. You know what's funny, though? People ju- I got that book because people just give me shit about the Bible now. They just give me stuff all the awesome. time. Yeah, it is cool. Like, look at what I found. So here, so I read this exact book when I was growing up. This is called The that 12 exact Spies. exact book? Yeah. Oh. This exact book. So uh, it's got, it's illustrated. It's pretty well drawn, actually. It has a picture of, like, these... Uh, serious looking priests in their outfits with fucking jewels on them and then it's got some grumbling complaining sad-faced israelites in the background looking at it like and then there's um two guys with a pole carrying a giant cluster of grapes and fruit and then there's kids eating the fruit and smiling but very much notice how pissed off all these israelites are in the background (laughs) do you see that yeah So this is the 12 spies. This is the exact story we just read, but the Sunday school version. Look at the fruit these men are carrying. See how big the bunch of grapes is. It takes two men to carry it on a pole. And see the figs and pomegranates. Where did this beautiful fruit come from? From the land of Canaan. Remember, Canaan is where Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob once lived. But because of the famine there, Jacob with his family moved to Egypt. Now about 216 years later... Moses is leading the Israelites back to Canaan. They have come to a place in the wilderness called Kadesh. Bad people lived in the land of Canaan, right? Just makes them <laughs> bad right away. So Moses, they're, they're bad because they're not the Israelites. Yeah, because God doesn't like them. Moses sends out 12 spies and sends them, find out how many people live there and how strong they are. Find out if the ground is good for growing Actually, things. not once does it say that any of these people that they're conquering have done anything wrong. No, it doesn't. No. But it's always how it's portrayed to children. When you're reading this, because they always say God does no wrong. 
and this the like God's always right. So you grow up knowing like why are these people going against God who's so nice? And yeah. then you read the book and you're like God's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Bad people live in the land of Canaan. So Moses sent out 12 spies and tells them how many people live there. That is funny that they just added that in. These are the bad guys. Yeah. Find out if the ground is good. There must be bad because God doesn't like them. Mm -hmm. Find out if the ground is good for growing things and be sure to bring back some fruit. When the spies come back from Kadesh, they tell Moses, it is a really fine country. And to prove it, they show Moses some of the fruit. But 10 of the spies say, the people who live there are big and strong. We will be killed if we try to take the land. The Israelites are afraid when they hear this. It would be better to die in Egypt or the wilderness. They say, we will be killed in battle and our wives and children will be captured. Let's choose a new leader in place of Moses and go back to Egypt. But two of the spies trust in Jehovah. Jehovah is another word for God. Uh, and try to calm down the people. Their names are Joshua and Caleb. That's how the book does it with an apostrophe. <laughs> Not Caleb? It's Caleb, but there's an apostrophe in it. Caleb. Wow. They say, don't be. Are we pronouncing your name wrong? I've. I don't want to be Caleb. (laughs) (laughs) Keep reading, Caleb. The the worst. (laughs) The worst I've ever seen it spelled. I was like Caleb, and she's like Caleb. It was a chick in the United States. A black lady. Yeah, (laughs) and she's like Caleb. (laughs) K a y l u b. I was like, sure. (laughs) It's C a l e b, but. That's lit. You just literally did the skit from uh, what A A Ron. Yeah, A A Ron. Yeah, uh, George Key and Peel. So their names were Joshua and Caleb. They say, "Don't be afraid, Jehovah." Be nice. <laughs> Jehovah is witness. Jehovah is with us. It will be easy to take the land, but the people don't listen. They even want to kill Joshua and Caleb. This makes Jehovah. Ve- <laughs> this makes Jehovah very angry, and he tells Moses, "Jehovah, God." Jehovah is another name for it's the Jewish word for God. Jehovah. Really? Yeah. So Jehovah's Witnesses are God's Witnesses? Yeah, exactly. Oh, weird. <laughs> I didn't know that. Why are they calling him Jehovah now? It doesn't say that in the Bible. Um, different versions of the Bible will say Jehovah. Oh. We're in the New International Version. Okay. It says the Lord and God. It will say Jehovah. So the prophets say that way more. I thought Jehovah's Witnesses were some weird religion, but are they the Old Testament? Jehovah's Witnesses are apparently some sect of christianity but they believe a bunch of shit that christians don't believe oh okay so they really they, had a spin-off lots of times if you talk to them which is i have not lots of times but they'll say yeah we're christians we're but we follow the right bible they have some extra books in there oh, okay so anyways <laughs> I, camilla called me because <laughs> i'm fat i'm trying to get in shape and i do this <laughs> podcast she called me jehovah's thickness <laughs> um so where was I? None of the people. So this makes Jehovah very angry. And he tells Moses, none of the people from 20 years of age will ever go into the land of Canaan. They have seen miracles that I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, but they still don't trust me. I wonder why. It makes no sense. This is God's point of view. Yeah, this is. He's so nice. I've done everything for them. Why yeah. don't they believe so me? So they will wander the d- wilderness for 40 years until the last person dies. Only Joshua and Caleb will go into the land of Canaan. He doesn't even say that he did it. He just said they will do that now. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the children's version of that story we just read. I think we're gonna add these. Uh, whenever relevant, because I think it's pretty I like funny it too. to yeah, we hear should. the Sunday school version. Anyway, see you later, dildos. 